0: From Chris Howell Communications, this is Principles for Success, the Chris Howell Podcast. Success is something we all want to attain in the various areas of our lives, but it can be challenging. So in this podcast, Chris aims to have conversations with those who have achieved a level of success and hopes that principles they share will help you to remove the roadblocks and move you to victory, whether it's relationships, business, or any other area of life. Are you ready for success? Here we go. Thank you, Joy. Hello and welcome to episode number 18 of our Principles for Success podcast. I'm Chris Howell, and thank you for taking time out to listen. This week's episode is a conversation that I had with world-renowned pastor and author Charles R. Swindoll, known to many as Chuck Swindoll. Chuck rarely does interviews, and as he puts it, well, he doesn't like to call attention to himself. So it was a great honor for me to sit and talk with him. Reading makes a broad
1: man speaking a ready man, writing
0: an exact man. In this conversation, we discuss a book that Chuck had just released entitled, Saying It Well, Touching Others With Your Words. It's a book and a conversation that we can all learn from. Let's get to it. You've had the opportunity to minister in a number of different areas. Of course, you're uh, ministering every Sunday from the pulpit. You've read a number of books. Saying It Well, is this part of leaving your legacy? <clears throat> it's interesting you asked me that uh,
1: I did not have that in mind when I wrote the book there's something sort of final about legacy you know you think well this is my last stuff That's my last few days on earth here so listen carefully folks uh, it, it, it isn't like uh, a legacy or a memoir but to tell you the truth Chris it is uh, a rather autobiographical book more than I thought it would be. My publisher wanted it that way, but I resisted that. I don't like calling attention to myself. But the more I got into the book, the more I realized it had to be of that genre because I can't write about how someone else speaks or give techniques on the way other people put their messages together. Uh, And so it it, it had to be a lot more about me and my style and my approach. So while I don't see it necessarily as a legacy, I certainly hope it outlives me by many years and helps people.
0: Now in the book, you address three very important principles. That is, know who you are, accept who you are, and be who you are. Expound on these a little bit more if you will.
1: You bet. To begin with, those are original with me. I don't have many original thoughts. (laughs) We all steal and borrow and beg from other people's thoughts. I came up with those statements, know who you are, accept who you are, be who you are. As I tried to put into simple terms some of the secrets of life as I was teaching younger men and women Uh, first at Dallas Seminary and then in other places when I would travel and on occasion here in uh, our church. I found that to get your arms around those three things, you've come a long ways because you and I both know that there are many people walking the streets today who don't have a clue who they are. They have massive blind spots, they have scars, struggles, horror stories that have caused them to shove all of that way back in their heads keeps them from knowing who they are, they're afraid to know who they are and then once you begin to find out who you are have to accept that which means you don't try to be somebody else and that's a marvelous uh, secret of being secure in life those who are not secure are always trying to be somebody they're not. And then finally, be who you are, allows you to be vulnerable, truthful, and uh, by that I mean you, you don't hesitate to, as a good friend of mine taught me, to let the cracks of your life show through. I think that's one of the secrets of, uh, of uh, good communication and frankly of uh, honest living.
0: What do you like most about what you do?
1: I think verbal communication is my favorite thing. A real close second is studying before I deliver, before I stand and deliver. I do love the study process. I got preacher friends who don't study anymore. They have a team of people who do their research and then give them the material and then they, they preach what they've been given. Uh, Yeah, that's what they want to do. That's their call. Uh, I I just can't do that. I got friends who, who have ghost writers. You know about that. When this book says Charles R. Swindoll, I wrote that book. I pushed those words through my fingers. And I did it with a ballpoint pen on a piece of paper. I'm not bright enough to know how to do all this word processing and everything, so I kind of have to shove it onto eight and a half by 11 pieces of paper. I, I'll give you a quote that, that you'll appreciate. Um, Reading makes a broad man speaking a ready man writing an exact man. Reading makes a broad man, speaking a ready man, and writing an exact man. When you get a piece of paper and you decide you're going to throw some words on a page, you may enjoy doing that, but it's really got to make sense. And what you do in Chapter 7 can't contradict what you wrote in Chapter 2. That's where speaking is a little different. The ear is much more forgiving than the eye. You will listen to me and I may use bad English in some places and you won't feel the need to correct me. You you know what I'm trying to say. You read bad English in a book, that's unforgivable. Expression that's put into print lives on. My words that I speak today, you're going to use them on a radio somehow. And few folks will hear them and then they'll quickly be forgotten.
0: That book won't be. What would you like readers to take away from saying it well?
1: Mm. That you can do it. You can do it. I, I would want them to read this and say when they finish, you know what? Uh, I, I can pull that off. I, I'm going to go back and I'm going to read that again and I'm going to take one chapter after another and I deliberately, you may recall, chose some very... Simple words for a table of content. Calling, preparing, going, digging, building, praying, illustrating, laughing, applying, ending. That's it. If if you will read that book and you want to be uh, a teacher, you want to be able to communicate to your company. By the way, it's not just for preachers. It's for a broad spectrum. You're a CEO, and you, or you're a salesman. You want to get your point across. Uh, you're a mother wanting to get the attention of your kids. Uh, you're a senior citizen, and you work here in this retirement center, and you're leading a meeting. You want to say it well. And I, I would like for people to know when they read this book, I can do that. And I'd like it to encourage them to really work at it. Cause I'll tell you, Chris. You hear a great message. It didn't just happen. A whale of a lot of work went in it, went into it. Older gentleman finished a message, and a young preacher had sat through it and was so impressed, and waited till most of the people left, and he walked up to the older gentleman. He said, "Excuse me, sir. May I ask you something?" He said, of course. How long did it take you to prepare that message? The old man said, uh, all my life. And you know what that means. He did put thoughts together for that particular day when he spoke, but all through his life, he said experiences, heartbreaks, valleys, successes, disappointments failures and you bundle all of that up and you deliver the goods people can't stay away chris i want to be around a guy like that and i and i have been and i will continue to be i want to be that kind of guy
0: To learn more about Principles for Success and Chris Howell Communications, visit ChrisHowellOnline.com. Once there, access our media archive and find out about the other ways that Chris Howell Communications can inspire, impact, and inform.